Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, The King James Version is the Word of God. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael teaches us about the King James Bible and the importance of not only knowing what we believe, but also why we believe what we do. He expounds on the vital importance of building our faith on the solid foundation of God's Word, and that we can know for sure exactly what God's words are. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this program again, or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. So I'm going to ask my guys to come up that are going to help me. i got some readers coming up here to um, expedite this process. And we're going to look at some verses and make some comparisons between your King James Bible and some of these newer versions, modern Bibles. You guys could stand right over there, fellas. And I'm going to ask you guys, when it's your turn to read, just come right up to this mic. And guys, if we can leave this mic live, we'll do it that way. How's that sound? Sound good to you? Okay, good. All right, go to us. Uh, let's start out. <clears throat> excuse me. Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. <clears throat> and these aren't, <clears throat> excuse me, in order of importance. These are in order as they show up in the Bible. But they're all important. Okay, and let's go ahead and have our... Up there, okay? And let's get the, get the first one up here. Matthew chapter 1, verse 25. Now we're going to read it. In the King James Bible, and you can look along with me, verse 25, uh, speaking of Joseph and Mary in verse 25, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. Does it say that she brought forth her firstborn son? Did she have more children after that? Amen. Uh, Some of you know the the doctrine, the Catholic doctrine, the perpetual virginity of Mary. How many of you ever heard that before? Okay. She was, she, the, the virgin birth of Christ was just that, it was a virgin birth, and she never had any other children. That's it. Well, the scriptures are clear. She had other children. And, and this, this, this firstborn, that designation is very clear that there were more after that. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and have the RSV. But knew her not until she had born a son, and he called his name Jesus. Okay, firstborn is left out. Uh, NIV, New International Version. RSV is Revised Standard Version, okay? But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Okay, firstborn is out. New American Standard Version, NASV. And kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son and called his name Jesus. Okay, the word firstborn is left out. Now, folks, what happens a lot of times is people say, and by the way, the versions we're using are just representative of many others as well. There's, there's, there's a good 20 to 25 we could look at, but for the sake of time, we're not. These are, these are fairly standard uh, out and among Christendom as far as uh, considered uh, you know, reputable, respectable. And by the way, when they come out with these new versions, they always say, the, this is translated more accurate than the what? They always say that in the King James Version, they always compare it to the King James Version. 
So that, that word firstborn is taken out. Now, the rationale is always, well, you know, there's other evidences of it in, in the Scripture. What's the big deal with the word firstborn? Well, then the next time they take something else out, and then something else, and it's by degrees. Do you understand that the devil hardly ever tempts you to sin in one big, long step? You know, there's, there, I mean, there's, there's nobody that's ever been hooked on heroin that didn't start out with gateway drugs first, right? So, so he works that way, and in corrupting the Word of God, it's a little bit here and a little bit there. All right, let's look at another one. Uh, go to Luke, Luke chapter 2. And this one affects the virgin birth of Christ directly. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, and we understand that Christ was virgin-born, so Christ was not born of the seed of Joseph. Now, Joseph was his guardian and parent, but Joseph was not his father. And the narrative of the King James Bible is always careful to make that designation. The narrative of the King James Bible is the Holy Spirit is talking to you about Joseph and Mary and Jesus as a family. The Spirit of God never calls uh, Joseph his father. And if you look at verse two, uh, uh, 33, Luke chapter 2, verse 33, speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says, and Joseph and his mother. Now, Mary was certainly the mother of Christ because she bore him in her womb. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Okay, let's have the RSV, the Revised Standard Version. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. Uh, the NIV, New International Version. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Uh, the NASV, New American Standard Version. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. Okay. Now, again, that's not the public talking about Joseph in relationship to Christ. If one of the Pharisees says, well, don't we know his father? They didn't believe in the virgin birth anyway. That's a narrative of the Holy Spirit. And in these versions, the narrative of the Holy Spirit was that he was his what? Father. Was Joseph the father of Jesus? No, he wasn't. So again, what's affected here? The virgin birth of Christ. All right, let's go to the book of Colossians. Go to the book of Colossians. And again, these are a sampling. I wanted this to be a quickie study, and uh, that's what it's going to be. But just to uh, throw this out here to whet your appetite, we have a lot of stuff in the bookstore on this subject. And uh, if, if you're interested, you can go into the bookstore. There's all kinds of good books. Uh, Dr. Gipp has written a number of good books on the subject. He's right here with us. So... Uh, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a subject you can study out for yourself, even to the point of, if you want to, come to our Bible Institute, learn Greek. Uh, Titus Thomas is a Greek teacher. Um, right, brother? Okay, amen. <laughs> All right. Guy said one time, the only Greek I know is a guy that sells some Euro sandwiches down the street, so... Um, but, you know, and, and, and that's, that's to help you if you want to look at manuscript evidence because there's that aspect of this whole study. So you can go as far as you want with it. We just want to whet your appetite. Colossians chapter 1, and take a look in Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of, dear, of his dear son. So when we got saved, we were delivered from the power of darkness. We were translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Aren't you glad that's all in the past tense? 
It's already happened. If you're saved, you've been delivered from the power of darkness, and you've already been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. That's why you can't lose your salvation, folks. It's not yours to lose. God translated you into that kingdom. He'd have to untranslate you out. It isn't going to happen. All right, now look at verse 14. Look at verse 14. How many of you think the subject of salvation is important? All right, take a look at verse 14. In whom, speaking of Christ, in whom we have redemption. Redemption is to be bought back. What's the price of redemption? Through his what? Blood. How many of you think the blood of Christ is important? It's absolutely essential for our salvation. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. All right, uh, let's read verse uh, 14 in the RSV, Revised Standard Version. In whom we have redemption for the forgiveness of sins. What was left out? Through his blood. Someone said uh, when, when the, the uh, NASV came out, or excuse me, the RSV came out, was the first one to do it. said, well, it's in, it's in other places. Then the next version took it out in another spot, and out of 14 direct references, they finally came up with the good news for modern man, which is essentially a bloodless Bible. It no longer directly references the blood of Christ in the New Testament for your redemption. See how it's done? All right, let's look at the um, uh, NIV, New International Version. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. All right, uh, New American Standard Version, NASV. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Okay, so folks, uh, I don't know about you, but I think the blood of Christ is an important subject, and our redemption is an important subject, and the blood of Christ is left out. So again, this is just a sampling. All right, let's, let's look at another one here. Look at, let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 3, 1 Timothy chapter 3. Just trying to whet your appetite and help you understand... Uh, why we stand where we stand on this subject. I, kn I know there are things that Christians can fuss about that are anything but irreducible minimums, but to me, the foundation is an irreducible minimum. Because if the foundations are destroyed, what shall the righteous do? What do we stand on? All right. Now, uh, we've, looked at, uh, uh, we've looked at the virgin birth of Christ. We've looked at the blood atonement of Christ. And now we're going to look at the deity of Christ. I think we would all agree. I don't even need to raise our hands here. Uh, how many we think is important that the, the deity of Jesus Christ, that's an essential doctrine. First Timothy chapter 3, and look at verse 16, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Watch this now. God was manifest in the flesh. You know who that is? That's Christ. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. That is the most direct reference anywhere in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation that Jesus Christ is God. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The King James Version is the Word of God by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lessons... Pastor taught about how we can rest assured that the King James Bible is in fact the Word of God. The world is filled with uncertainty and questions about God and where we fit, but God provides us clear and certain answers in the Bible, a Bible that we can hold in our hands and open anytime. If you are listening today and are unsure of your eternal destiny, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church or visit our website at tvbc.org and we will gladly help in any way that we can. As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, 
if you would like to hear this or any other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information. And you can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come and join us for our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college-age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 p.m., which has the Master Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.